What's up, luscious babes? I am here with a very special guest. She's not only a bad bitch, she is also a hustlin' honey. She is a part of the Hustlin' Honey's Handbook 3.0. I'm here with the amazing Samantha. What's up, babe? What's up, babe? So hyped to be here. Yes, me too. I just love looking at your beautiful face and getting to talk with you. You're just so awesome. Thank Thank you. So are you. You thank you for being here. Oh my goodness, shit. I don't even know where to start with you. There's so much I wanna know about your journey and just so much to ask you. Um, How long have you been dancing, actually? I've been dancing for, let's see, like a little bit over a year. Oh, okay, so you're like kind of relatively new. Kind of, but I've always um, waitressed at the strip club since I was, like, 18. So I guess I've, like, been in the biz. Oh, yeah. But um, when they, like, changed the law in California, the clubs, like, slowed down. So I had I felt like I had to um, start dancing, make money a little faster. So oh, yeah. that's when I, like, made the jump. Oh, shit. So I've always wondered, do, so do waitresses, like, make good money in the strip clubs? I've always wondered. Um, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, it was always pretty good. Um, when I first started, it was, like, even better. Um, I felt like you would just, like, st- like, especially, like, in LA, I feel like you just, like, stand there and people are, like, throwing money at you. So I feel like when clubs started, like, slowing down a little bit, I was, like, fuck like I like, didn't really know how to talk to people because I never had to do it <laughs> so, I was like oh shit I gotta like talk to people now <laughs> like yeah I definitely had to work on my mouthpiece a little bit so but yeah um especially at the clubs that I worked at um they were deja vu clubs so waitresses would go on stage for a stage maintenance I don't know if you've ever been no I've never been before oh what? yeah so we like dress like French maids and then we like have our like little rags and like clean the stage, but we like do pull tricks and stuff like that. It's like really our chance to like make money. Cool. And then we would do like balloon dances, like lap dances on top of a balloon, like until it pops. <laughs> and then like, <laughs> so then you give like, <laughs> yeah, we're like strippers in training or something. So, um, and then I worked at, non-alcohol clubs so they would just get like a red bull or whatever for like twelve dollars and then you could charge whatever you want on top of that so like um we're like strippers with our clothes on pretty much so it's always pretty good yeah you're you're already mastering it was almost like the little puzzle pieces the building blocks of the hustle you were building throughout that time right yeah so it almost is like a natural progression that you would start stripping so i think that's pretty cool actually yeah yeah, so even though there wasn't alcohol in the club, it was like it was still pretty good just because um, we weren't just like serving drinks. We got to do those extra things, so it's cool. Yeah, so it, it does give you a chance to just try different things out and have more opportunities to make money, and that that and it would make it easier to kind of progress into stripping because it's like okay, I've already kind of done like lap dances, kind of already done the stage performance, and learned how to hustle and ask for money and all of that. So that's pretty fucking awesome. That is pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So how the hell did we even find each other? Did you find me or did I find you? I don't remember. <laughs> Do you remember? No, I no, I definitely found you. Um, <laughs> I, I, don't, I think I like, 
Um, over the summer, I like wasn't really working a lot. I think I like had like, you know, you just like have a few bad nights and then I just like couldn't get it together and go back to work for yes. some fucking reason, you know? I don't know, like, I don't know it was Rosie, I thought it was just, like, so rich, let me just, like, um, live off of my savings and, like, not work for some reason. And then I, um, uh, started bartending at, like, this bikini bar, because, like, I thought I wanted to have, like, a more regular job for some reason, and then after working there for, like, a month or two, I was like, yeah, this is life isn't for me. I don't like people telling me what to do and like what to wear. Let me just take my ass back to the strip club where I belong. So I like went back. Um, I think it was on Halloween that I went back and um, I, I don't know what happened. I think I just like didn't eat before work and I was like slamming shots like I usually do. And I like blacked out completely like, like, completely backed out I was like in the bathroom and I like called the DJ to like help me I don't even remember this actually it was like so bad like and I think when I'm like so drunk like that I'm like so like I like embarrassed or something so I just like tip out the manager's fat because I like don't want to get fired I'm like here just like have all my money and so I like woke up the next day I'm like oh my gosh like what like first of all I don't have any money from work last night like this is not good like let me just like get it together and I like went back to work the next day and one of the girls um, from work was like, yeah, you were just like, like told me to give all your tips to the managers because he didn't want to see them to check out and like leave. And like, I don't know, I just like felt really depressed and I like couldn't get it together. And then I heard her saying that she like listens to podcasts on the way to work and like goes into the dressing room with like headphones in and stuff like that. I'm like, oh yeah, I used to do that. Like not listen to podcasts, but um just like try to get in the zone before work and like not listen to any negative vibes at work and stuff like that and i was like oh yeah i should start doing that again you know and then um i think that night i was like yeah okay i just like wasn't i don't know i just like wasn't good vibes at work for some reason at that time and um i was like oh it's like i'm not like making money and it's like kind of fun she's like uh no don't talk to me like that like it's too i'm like you know what yeah you're right and i used to be that person i'm like i don't know what happened to me i just like i don't know i just like lost i just lost that for some reason she like reminded me about that so then the next day i was like i'm gonna start looking for like stripper podcasts and then i i was like oh this looks like a good one so then i started listening to your podcast and like that first day I like binged on like 10 of your episodes and I was like so fucking hyped I was like yes I'm gonna fucking make a million tonight and I like went into work that night and I like made like over two thousand dollars and I think I like sent you a picture of it and I was like yes and I was like I was probably just a coincidence whatever and the next day I made like over a thousand dollars and I was like oh my gosh you like literally like changed my life isn't that wild Oh my god. I fucking love that. That is just so cool. Like $2,000 one night. Oh, it's probably a coincidence. Next night. Oh, okay. This, we're on to something here. We on yeah, to something. Yeah, I think I was like, I was like having four figure nights. Like it was like four, like four or five nights in a row. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, like I was like, I was like, okay, 
coincidence again, coincidence again. I was like, okay, no. This is the secret sauce right here. This podcast, yes. I was like so excited. Oh my God, what a comeback. After the struggle being so real and having that moment of negativity and just really feeling down and depressed. I'm so proud of you too. Like the willingness to seek out information that is going to uplift you and move you forward. You fucking did it. That's the hardest part is being willing to take the information and the knowledge that you're seeking and actually do something with it, which you did in fact do. So that's part of it. Give yourself some damn credit for that. My God. Yes. Back like I never left. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like so excited. She just like, um, listening to your podcast, like reminded me of like, um, how I used to be, I guess at work because like when I waitressed and like, I guess like at the beginning of last year and the year before that, I'd like always go to work and everyone's like, you're like a ball of sunshine that like just rolls in the room every day, like no matter what it looks like. And then I don't know, I think I got like in a toxic relationship and it just like killed my vibe. And like, um, I think I didn't realize it, but I feel like that was definitely, um, like in your, uh, Hustlin' Honey's handbook, just like identifying like money blocks and things like that that was like for sure one of them a hundred percent I think it's weird how you don't realize it when you're like in the situation though you know what I mean oh yeah when you're I feel like when you're in the center of something and you're you're in that toxic relationship you're in that toxic situation or you're it's just completely surrounding you it's hard to separate yourself from it when you're in the center of it you can't separate yourself from it until you're actually away from it then you can look back like oh fuck I was fucking up that was toxic as shit but when you're in the center of it and that's all that's around you yeah normal becomes normal absolutely yeah Yeah, it's so weird like um I think it was it's definitely a combination of like your podcast and Hustle and Honey's handbook just like realizing that um I don't know it was like certain things that like he was saying like oh like your job's a trap it's a trap like um what are you gonna do next what do you like you know you can't do that I'm like yeah I know that I can't do that but well what are you gonna do like tell me right now like I can't I like yeah just like tell me right now where you're I don't know like and like it's like the way that you're I just like felt like attacked I'm like I don't know and then I feel like and just like saying that so many times like I just like went into work thinking like like just like having that idea in my head like yeah the shop's like trash and like it's like a trap and like you know like it was like definitely like one of my serious serious money blocks like <sighs> and then so like when real. I yeah it was like and then it was like a domino effect because I'd like come home to him after work like how was work like oh it's like okay well and then he like wanted me to spend so much time with him, which is nice, but like, um, he kind of makes me like, well, like, see, you should have just like stayed home with me tonight because like it was so, so slow. It's like, well, I didn't like, you thought I like wanted to go to work because I like knew I was only going to make like so much money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. I think we like took a break for a little bit and like, yeah, I feel like when you step away, you're like, oh yeah, that that was fucking up my money and fucking up my hustle for some reason, you know? Yeah. But, like, when you're, like, so, like, consumed in the situation or relationship, I feel like you don't realize it. Yeah, when you're in the center, you're in the center of a relationship 
and you've become accustomed to being with someone and you're so close to them and you obviously if you're with somebody you respect them so if someone that you respect and love and you hold dear in your heart if they're telling you these things and feeding you this information you're going to take it in as truth like well the person I love said that my job sucks and that it's a trap so obviously that means that someone that loves me can think that it's obviously the truth so you're so consumed in it that you started creating more of that situation in your life you know through that belief that was being instilled in you by that guy by the guy you were with like oh okay my job's trash my job's a, a trap how are you supposed to attract money into your life if you aren't grateful for the job that you have? So that's a really beautiful right. breakthrough. That's huge. Yeah, it was just um, kind of snowball effect because I wouldn't do good at work and then like, oh yeah, you're right, I should have just stayed home and then just like so many nights of like, well, I'll just stay home again and then it just like was like never ending and I couldn't like, I just like couldn't get it together, you know? Because I was just like, I don't know. I feel like, um, like half the battle is just like getting yourself to go to work, you know, because we can just be like, oh, well, I'm not going to go in tonight. Yes. You know, <laughs> even though like my, my club that I was working at, we were like on the schedule, but you like make the schedule, but you don't get in trouble as long as you're like, Hey, I'm not coming in. So I feel like half the battle is like getting to work. Oh, but, um, so true. Getting in the room is hardest. Right. Right. So, um, I feel like so many of them, like, oh, well, just, like, don't go today. I'm like, okay. And then it's just, like, it becomes harder to get back in the club, you know? Yeah, when you're when you're far away for so long, too, and you get so separate from it, it's just, it's so hard to get back into it because you almost build it up in your head as being more scary or more hard than it is. So you're like, oh, I don't want to go back in. It's been so long. And then the, the cycle continues of, like, inaction and not showing up. I want to know what was the breaking point for you in that cycle? Like, did you have like a, an aha moment or like, did you just like finally get fucking tired of it? Just the cycle of that? Um, well, okay. So I think because, um, he would always tell me that like, I don't know, he would just like say negative things about like, being a stripper, not like saying negative things about being a stripper, but just like, well, when are you gonna like get a regular regular job or like, you know, like you can't do that forever and like um, things like that. That's why I was like looking for a more regular job, even though it's like kind of like similar industry working at the bikini bar. So that's when I did that, but that like seriously like killed my soul working there. Like it's, um, yeah, it's like great for some girls, but I feel like when you're own, you're your own boss for so long working for somebody else like it like killed my soul like I was like like anytime I'd answer the phone I usually I'm like hey what's up and like I'd answer the phone and like hey my friend's like what's wrong with you like are you okay like what I'm like I don't know I just feel like dead like I was just like so exhausted and I like wasn't making very much money and like working so fucking hard and I like hated it and that's when I was like okay yeah fuck trying to like have a regular job let me just go back to the club and that was like okay, like, yeah, even, like, my worst night dancing would be better than, like, my best night here almost, you know? Yeah. Like, let me just get back to, that was, like, my aha moment. Like, I'm, like, I can't take it anymore. I can't take, I just can't take it anymore. I can't take um, waking up to all these text messages from, like, the bosses. I'm, like, I just can't anymore. Like, let me just go back to the club, you know? 
so then that was that Halloween night and then after that after that like blackout drug night I'm like okay get it together that was like like sometimes you have to have a night like that you know and then I think I told you before too like I used to like drink like well over like 20 25 shots a night now I'm like drink like one or two maybe you know and I feel like that helped helped my hustle so much and I like had to be honest and I like listened to your podcast it was like one of your episodes you were like just uh, you're like nine things or something that I wish I knew before I started dancing and you're like just like don't drink don't deal like yeah that's definitely not one of the things that I'm gonna change (laughs) but then I don't know one day at work I was just thinking like what if I like don't drink at work and then one of my friends was like you know how much money you spend on uber like you know or like if I drive to work and like say I'm not going to drink but I really know I'm going to drink and then uber home then have to uber back like you know how much money you waste on that yep. I'm like yeah you're like like just stop drinking it's and that, that was, easy like, it's that yeah easy. Yeah, yeah that was like such a game changer for me too and like I think you you realize how much more you could like focus on your hustle for sure Oh yeah, much more clear. 99% of the time, I'm sober as fuck at work. Usually I'm not drinking at all, and it does amplify your hustle. And I used to be the same way. I would drink like seriously 13 drinks in one night or some crazy number like that. And that's why in that podcast episode, because I know which one you're talking about, that was one of the principles. I'm like, don't, just don't even. Or if you do, keep it fucking minimum. Because you know what, like if you need a like, okay, like one or two, whatever. Keep it fucking minimum because you'll thank me later. Your liver and your kidneys will thank me later. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. It's so real. Yes. I want to know what made you want to invest in the Hustle and Honey's Handbook 3.0. Fucking say that 10 times fast. Every time I say it, I'm like, Hustle and Honey's Handbook 3.0. Try and get it all out. HHH, baby. (laughs) What made you want to make the investment? And did you have any any fears around investing or purchasing it? I just want to know your process with it. What made you want to take the job? Maybe any feelings that came up after that you did it? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I always heard you talk about it. I'm like, maybe, uh, maybe I'll invest, but like, um, I just love listening to your podcast so much, but I feel like I've listened to like all of them like 10 times already because I just like, can't get enough I'm like okay I'm just gonna buy this because that way I can just listen to her some more because I just think about you all day long is that weird (laughs) I'm like even if I don't get anything out of it at least I can listen to like have more content to listen to all day but um I feel like I did have some fear investing in it because I know I messaged you before that I bought like this course and then it was like a scam yes remember remember that that. yeah and it was it was like I think it was like literally like a week or something before I um bought your course which obviously I know you're not a scammer I message you all the time and like listen to your podcast episodes all the time but I was just like damn do I want to buy another thing and I just wasted I mean it was only like 111 dollars but it was like still annoying yeah, um, it's still your money that was taken from you and you didn't get anything out of it, so. Yeah, I got to read like, that was so weird. But um, that was like one of the fears or just like, I'm just like, oh, should I like invest more money when I just like wasted money? But I'm like, 
no, I'm going to invest in this. Um, and yeah, it definitely pays for itself pretty much, you know? Yes. Oh, that's good to hear. That's really awesome. And plus, um, I just listen to your podcast all the time. Obviously, it's free to listen to on Spotify. So I'm like, I feel like even even if for some fucking reason I don't get anything on it, I just like want to make it rain on you virtually. So I'm just going to invest in your handbook. That's how I felt. <laughs> Oh God, that means a lot just to hear you say that it's like, even like oh, that's sucks. so not fair because even if for some reason it sucks it's, it's probably not going to and it doesn't because I've got so much out of it already I'm like oh, I feel like you know I've gotten so much from your free podcast I'm like I just have to invest in you you know let me be one of your customers outside the club that's how I feel <laughs> I love that make it rain virtually. You're yeah, so you just make it rain on you. <laughs> oh, I love that attitude. It's like, well, even if it sucks for some reason, consider it fucking payback for all of the free shit. I love that attitude. Yeah. That, that, that's how that's how I just said in my head. But like, no, I knew it was gonna be fire for sure. Oh, awesome. Because I know we were talking before we started recording and you've listened to, you've listened through all of the video content, all of the, all of the videos, all of the lectures, pretty much. Not so much like actually doing the writing assignments or the homework, which is fine because we were also talking about that, how the point of the course is for it to be something that you can just click on when you're feeling it, like, oh, this is what I want to work on today. This is what I feel like. It's something that it can be interchangeable. You don't have to follow it in chronological order. I'm just curious to know what has been your favorite part of it or just anything that struck you in a certain way that you've been able to implement in your hustle or your mindset. Cause I know we just talked about, you know, the, the money block. Is there anything else that you really loved about it? I think like doing the inner work in like, I think like first and second module are like the most important because I mean, I have to be honest, anytime somebody like um, purchases something like this, I feel like you want to know all about the sales sauce, like the last part, right? Yes. Like I think even when I like signed up for the free challenge, it's like, what part are you most excited about? I'm like, uh, day three, the sales sauce, which, which is great. But I feel like, um, yeah, doing the inner work is for sure even more important, I think. Because I think everybody does want to know, like, they think, like, there's, like, a secret, like, line. Like, oh, yeah, this is what I say, you know? But yes. there's, like, not really, um, there's not, like, a one-size-fits-all. Like, it has to, like, make sense in, like, the situation. Because I have bought um, a few other, like, stripper courses where they teach, like, scripts and, like, lines and stuff. And I'm sure it, like it works for some girls, but I don't know. When I bought them, like I was just like laughing reading them because I'm like I could never say that. Like that would not, like that, like I couldn't say that with a straight face. Like it would like come not come off genuine coming from me, you know. Like that's just not like the way that I hustle, you know. Mm -hmm. Like I'm sure like the lines like work, like for some dancers, but like that wouldn't work for me, you know. I feel like it's like. um like pickup lines or something and I just feel like it doesn't work so yeah I feel like everyone's looking for that oh this girl's a six-figure stripper like what does she say to every person you know yeah. but I feel like that's like almost like saying like 
someone that's like in a successful marriage like what did you say to your wife to like you know get her to start dating you like whatever he said in that situation probably isn't gonna work for you you know what i mean so i feel like um yeah it has to make sense in the situation and like you definitely have to like go off of like vibes and stuff like that so i feel like doing like the inner work and identifying money blocks and things like that was um more important and like such a game changer for me versus you know figuring out like what's like the secret line to say so yes. i feel like figuring out stuff like that like like seriously like up my hustle because i don't know i guess like you don't realize what your um money blocks are and all that until you like really write it down and, and go through that part of it Oh my God. I love that you said that because the interview that I did earlier today, and by the time this airs and everyone's listening, it will be the episode before this one. We talked about the same thing about how everybody wants the instant gratification. Like what line do I say? What's the secret? What's, what do I do to get the guy in the back? And we talked about how it's so much more important to create confidence within yourself and to do that inner work so that your confidence is unshakable. No matter what somebody says or throws at you, you're ready and you feel good about yourself inside and out. And when you're just worried about like, what do I say? What do I say? What do I say? It's only going to get you so far. And I find, yeah, I find that sometimes when I've like in the past, when I've tried like looking up lines, like, what do I say? Like, I feel like when you're just regurgitating something that someone else came up with, it comes off as ingenuine sometimes. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. It literally sounds like a pickup line or something. I'm like, I can't even take myself seriously saying that. Like, I can never say that. Like, no, I agree. Well, it's not my style. Like, I can't do it. No, that's exactly why. I love that you said, too, with the sales sauce, like, oh, I'm excited about that. And you notice that I put the sales sauce at the end of the course because the whole point is, okay, yes, there is sales sauce. There's sales psychology. I do include some lines in it, like some sample scripts of just ways to break the ice or, you know, go back and forth or at least have some idea or framework, but it's not the main focus or the main goal of the course or for the growth. It is to do that inner work, to find your money blocks, to use manifestation and make the club work for you. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, the sales sauce on your handbook is like, yeah, it's just like one of the modules at the end. I feel like other stripper courses, it's like the entire thing. And like the ones I've bought, I've like read it and I've like never gone back to it because I'm like, that's never going to work for me. But like um, the Hustlin Honey's Handbook, I've like watched your videos um, multiple times. I'll definitely like refer back to it because it like, yeah, that definitely will help more than just like trying to like memorize lines. Yes, I like, I do like that you've been going back to it and that you refer back to it because that's the whole point that was my whole goal with it It, it's like a life companion it's not something that's like oh okay I'm gonna go in and get the line and just try and memorize this thing or memorize the script or just do this and that I want you to answer your own questions or find your own solutions and just have the power and the confidence to answer your own questions and to create your own hustle so I love that you're that that's kind of the gist of what you've been creating recently. Yeah, for sure. And then the I like the hypnosis 
um, all those that you included in there, those are really cool too. And oh. I've never meditated before, so. Oh my God! So, so that what was, was really the, cool. I was, what was the first one you did? What was the first one? Uh, I can't, I'm like, I can't remember the names of them now. Oh, it's okay. No, just, um, I, maybe just talk about your first experience, what, what it was like. Meditating is like really hard for me because I just feel like I'm like thinking of like 10 million different things and like I'll have like I noticed I'd have to like restart it a few times because I'm like I'm I'm like not even like I'm like thinking of like so many different things I'm like okay just like try to focus it was like so hard for me to do that. Oh yeah, when you're first starting out, it does feel weird. It's like, I'm not supposed to think about anything. I'm always thinking. And then you start to overthink it because you're like, I'm not, I'm not meditating. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. And then you get so distracted that you're like, what the fuck is I know. Doing? Yeah. I'm like, okay, start up. I'm like, okay, try this again. <laughs> like, stop thinking of so many different things. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm, you're not even listening to it. Okay, start over. <laughs> Just like, try to concentrate. It's like so hard for me. Oh my gosh. So when you... Did some practicing, obviously. Meditation is definitely something you have to practice. It does not always come easy, and it can be a little intimidating. What did it feel like to do, like, the hypnosis and have it click or to really relax? Like, what did that feel like? I feel like I always do the um, before, like, the morning and, like, before work um, rituals, and those definitely helped me a lot because... I feel like, I don't know, I always go to work with anxiety for some reason. I just always do. Like, I don't know. Even though last month I was like, can I always go to work with anxiety? Like, I have to, like, talk to a few people first before I, like, feel, um, I don't know, just, like, more confident in talking to people. So I feel like when I would feel like that, I'll, like, go into a bathroom stall and, like, put my AirPods in and listen to the before work hypnosis again and I feel like it just makes me feel like more calm and confident like I talk I like how you talk about like the cloak I'm like okay think about the the teal cloak you know like I feel like that helps me a lot for some reason I'm like okay you're good it's just you just have to show up and collect every time Oh, that is awesome. It is. It's so, and it almost seems kind of silly to, to do it sometimes. You're like, is this really going to work? And especially if you're new to it, because a part of, um, for you luscious babes listening, part of what we're talking about is the before work hypnosis, which is, um, a protection hypnosis basically. And you're imagining that you're putting a cloak over your body. So you're protecting yourself and you're starting off your day before work with the intention that you are safe, that you are protected, that all you have to do is show up and collect essentially. And it, it, it kind of seems silly, like, oh, I'm just envisioning a cloak over me, but it is amazing how well it works and how much it can help. That's really cool. Yeah, there is a lot of woo that goes into it. And I feel like if I like, if I'm like, working with another girl and I like tell them something like that they're like looking at me like I'm crazy I'm like I'm trying to help you like you know yeah it takes some like, like, yeah if I like do um a champagne room with another girl like last week she's like you like kill it every night at work like how do you do that like what like everyone's always like what do you say you know like everyone everyone wants that one line you know I'm like it's not really something that I say, I'm like, you know what I do every day? I like wake up and I write in my gratitude journal and I like 
write out my ideal client like very specifically and um I just know that they're gonna be there and I just have to like show up to work and collect them like I like I'm like literally yesterday I like said that my ideal client was like wearing a polka dot dress shirt and I literally that guy walked in I was like tripped out like and she was like yeah right like like when you I feel like when you tell people that like don't really know about the law of attraction and things like that they just like look at you like you're crazy I'm like I'm, no seriously like I'm trying to help you <laughs> It's like, no, I, like, I manifested this dude with the polka dot shirt out of thin air. You can do it too. You can do it too. I'm like, no, like I really like manifest these clients every single day. And they're like, okay. I'm like, no, really, I'm trying to help you. <laughs> oh, I love that you're doing that every day. I love that you're writing it out, making it clear and that you're reaping the benefits. Oh my God. That is so cool to hear that you're doing that. Oh. Yeah. And then I feel like, like I told you before, um, you started recording like this week, um, has been a little bit slower for me, but just the fact that I've actually been going back to work the next day is like, that's like an improvement for me because if the, that was me last year, I would have like not gone to work probably for another month or two. Oh, you know? the consistency and the resilience is kicking in. That's so good. Yeah, for sure. Like, just, like, being grateful for whatever I made that night. And then, yeah, just showing up the next day once again. Just, like, being consistent for sure. I, yeah, I had a really hard time with being consistent last year. Even when I was, like, killing it. Because, yeah, you talk about that, too. Like, yeah, just you can't just, like, have a good night and then, like, you know, not go for the rest of the week. Yes. It's you all know? About the so even, yeah, even when I was like doing, had like a four figure nights last year, I think I just like wouldn't go to work for the rest of the week or something, you know? So I think, um, yeah, being consistent is, uh, definitely been a game changer for me. And like, um, yeah, definitely a big part of my, um, over 10 K month last month <gasps> yes I was so excited to hear that you are killing it in every single way and your yes. your willingness to be consistent and show up and like implement all of these lessons and just your willingness to invest in yourself and your knowledge is just shining through it's so cool to see I love it I fucking love it yeah and then also another thing I feel like you, like you talk about things that are like um, like sometimes things seem like they're so out of the realm of possibility and that was like paying off my credit card debt was like like when I would think about last year I would just always think like I just need to meet like some like some like rich customer like sugar daddy that's gonna pay off my debt and like save like just like fucking save me and like solve all my problems for me you know it just like seemed like I'm like I'm never fucking paying that off like like it just seemed like impossible for me. And now I'm like, yeah, I'm like probably in, let's see, in like 10 weeks, I'll be debt free. <gasps> oh my God. Oh, yeah. Bitch, you are the baddest. I love it. <sighs> I just think that things seem like so impossible and like so scary. But then when, I don't know, one of your podcast episodes, I think you talked about just like, 
not so scary if you just like write it all out or something. It was like you're doing an interview with, with somebody. And um, yeah, I'm like, okay, just get it together. Write it all out. Like what, like what do you owe on each card? And then like, like how can we like kill off this debt every week? So yeah, in like 10 weeks, it should be debt free. And then like, I think like all last year, it was like, like my car just started fucking up like I like hit a dresser on the freeway and like took out a whole chunk of my bumper I was like oh no like I just like it just like just like little things like kept popping up with my car and I'm like oh I'm never gonna be able to get a new car like I just felt like that like that goal even was like so out of the realm of possibility now I'm like looking at cars that like I like never thought I'd be able to buy and like it's like so possible for me now probably like within the next month I'm gonna get a new car so yeah I just I'm so taken ugh, I'm so taken aback I'm so excited just to hear all of your wins not only internally but externally too like with money with all of these things that you didn't think were possible are now just becoming possible for you it's so cool to fucking see and hear that yeah, you like literally changed my life. Like I know I'm like I message you all the time. Like I know I told you this before, but you like literally changed my life. Like I just like really forgot like who I was before like being that ball of sunshine that walks into work every day. I just like forgot who I was, but I feel like I don't know you inspired me to like be positive again. And I never knew about the law of attraction before, but I think that is just like how I was naturally that's just like how my mind works and then I don't know last year I just kind of forgot I forgot how to think like that for some reason but then listening to your podcast reminded me of that so I feel like I don't know you just kind of reminded me like who I was again oh just reminded you of what you forgot babe that's what I'm always saying I'm just reminded you of some stuff you forgot that's all <laughs> yeah really life changing Oh my gosh. So it's safe to say that it sounds like you would recommend the course. <laughs> oh yeah. A hundred percent for sure. Oh. Like you'll definitely, yeah, you'll make it back tenfold again and again and again for sure. Oh, I love to hear that. That is amazing. Oh, oh, oh I love you so much. Is there anything else you want to add or anything else you want to speak on before we close this out? Um, I mean, I think that's it. I just love your podcast and like all the content that you put out so much, like all of it. I feel like, yeah, if you listen to Lauren's podcast, you definitely have to invest in the handbook. Like they go hand in hand for sure. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh my goodness. That is arousing ass review thank you so much babe i've so enjoyed having you on and getting to talk with you and hearing about just all the strides you've made in your life it really just fires me the fuck up i'm so happy yeah me too we're gonna fucking kill it this year yes and with group coaching coming up oh it's gonna be fire i'm so excited yes yes i love thank you thank you thank you my first cold sold Oh Lord, ain't it cold But I'm not gonna holler Cause I still got a dollar 
And when I get low, oh, I get high. All this hard luck in this town has found me. Nobody knows but the troubles all around me. Oh, I'm all alone. But that ain't ever gonna get me Cause when I get low whoa, whoa.